Welcome to What We Believe and Why with Dr. George Byron Koch. For the next few minutes, we invite you to join Pastor George as he peels back the layers of confusion, of denominational struggles, and even doctrinal wars, and presents theology in a way you may not have experienced it in the past. Dr. Koch is a respected teacher and leader, known for his ability to communicate the essentials, the basics of faith, across all denominational boundaries. We hope you find the following moments inspirational. Let's get started. Here's Pastor George. There is a God. It's not you. This might seem trivial and basic to a lot of folks, might seem like overreaching to others and exactly wrong to some. But I begin with it because the Christian faith starts with this belief that there is a God. And it sees the testimony, which we call the Old and the New Testaments, as the narrative, the inspired narrative, and the revelation of this belief and of the God who inspired it. God manifested in history. God manifests now, today. And our understanding of this, of his life with us, his life in this world, his life through us, and all of the implications of that, and our response to it, that's the content of what we call theology, and it's the content of our life in Christ, even of all human life. And whether it sounds trivial to some people or not, it's the foundation on which everything rests. It's sufficient for some, but for Christians, it's the beginning, and much follows from it. Theology is just a description of it. Now, this book that we are studying together is called What We Believe and Why. And the purpose is to lay out the basics of what Christians believe— the origins of those beliefs, arguments for and against them, in order that we might each of us have a well-reasoned and foundational explanation of our faith, but without being either tediously basic or hyper-academic. And so the idea is we will cover the key ideas and doctrines of the faith, but we'll avoid specialized jargon will avoid denominational particulars. This is a primer on what we believe and why we believe it. Somehow, we each of us need to get through theories about the faith to the living of faith. Yet just exactly what that means isn't always clear. And we Christians today, we are so surrounded by theologies, opinions, denominational fights, schisms, Christians behaving badly, and the media's caricature of Christians, that we often are no longer sure what we believe or why we believe it, or if it's even worth the bother. And even even on matters of faith that we may feel strongly about, there is often a challenging, opposing voice, sometimes quite sarcastic, too often from other Christians that attacks what seems precious and vital to us. It might help to know that this is not new. One of the early theologies of the church against Celsus was written because the ideas of Christianity were attacked as silly and insubstantial 
by the Greek philosopher Celsus. More on this and him later. And as Christians, we regularly face withering and condescending opposition, at least some of which we've brought on ourselves. And at the same time, we ourselves often defend vigorously those things that we're least certain about, or worse, those things that may not really be important in God's eyes, but that someone else has loudly insisted are essential. So what really matters and what doesn't? That question is rarely asked. As a result, Christians spend at least as much time fighting with each other as they do sharing the good news. We get hugely distracted about being right and someone else being wrong and end up debating beliefs rather than loving and serving God and neighbor. Now, this doesn't mean doctrines or theologies are irrelevant, but it shows that they are often treated as more important than the things that really matter most. I'm going to try to work through all of this, a bit like cleaning up a messy living room, straightening things out, vacuuming up the dust, throwing away the old magazines and candy wrappers, In the course of this book, in the course of what we believe and why, in the course of this radio program, in the course of this audio, I will try to answer these two questions. What do we believe and why? And what matters and what doesn't? Both of these questions are huge. They open up issues of the Christian faith that are deeply important and utterly unsettling. And we will dive into both as fearlessly as we can. In a sense, this is Christian theology. But my purpose here is not simply to add religious concepts to our brains. The goal isn't just to know more about God, but rather to know God more. One of the challenges of any theological work is knowing how miserably incomplete it will be. And this has some stunning implications for our life with God, and we'll unpack these as we go. For the moment, I'm chastened by the life of Thomas Aquinas. He lived from 1225 to 1274. He's one of the fathers of the church. And Aquinas predated the Protestant Reformation, and by most any measure, was one of the most brilliant people who ever lived. His writings are respected by both Protestants and Roman Catholics. Even the Orthodox Church has commended parts of them. Aquinas wrote the Summa Theologica, the Summary of Theology, so people could understand the essence of theology. His summary is over 3,500 pages long. And it's extraordinary in its depth and detail, the topics covered, and the care with which they are explained and defended. Toward the end of his life, Aquinas had a personal experience of the Holy Spirit. After that experience, he looked back at his own Summa Theologica and said all he had written was straw. The work he did was extraordinary to human eyes. But in the end, he understood a relationship with the living God was fundamentally the purpose of our creation, rather than the detailing of theological issues. 
no matter how true or profound his theological concepts were, they paled in comparison to an actual relationship with God, that is, with the covenant Jesus offered with life in Christ. As a foundational principle, then, we will do theology, which loosely translated is God talk, knowing that our purpose is not only to understand God in a reasoned and logical way, or to spot counterfeits of the faith when they try to divert us, but also to put us on a journey that will find or rediscover or deepen our own relationship, our own covenant with God. It will begin with some basic theology, but only to give background and language that will help us move beyond where we began and beyond where the faith has become entangled in itself and made a mess. Take the time with me, if you would, to put this background and language, these basic concepts in place. Then we will move together beyond them. That, at least, is my dearest hope. And before we go on, there are any number of common Christian beliefs that I will reject or defend, about which others who are well regarded in the church have taken a different view. Oh well, my efforts will always be to be orthodox, simple, plain. To maintain right teaching will be true to Jesus. I will also likely be a little feisty and wry as we progress. And some of my illustrations and examples will come from far afield, even mathematics and science fiction. I hope these will be curiously illuminating and even fun. We should enjoy the journey, even when it is challenging. But know that I won't teach something I don't believe, and in all things we should discern the Spirit. We should be alert, prayerful, ready to go to Scripture, and willing to use the wonderful minds and hearts with which our Creator has gifted us. Listen closely and test what I say with Scripture. Test what I say with the leading of the Holy Spirit. Our journey builds in depth and content, chapter by chapter, session by session, as we spend time together. And the truth is that some of the insights of later chapters will be hard to comprehend without the foundation laid early on. It's probably best not to skip ahead, but take the journey step by step. We'll begin by carefully defining essentials and non-essentials of the faith. Look at life in Christ and the elements it contains, salvation, sanctification, and glorification. These together make up our covenant with him, our relationship. We'll look at what salvation means according to Jesus and whether it is possible to lose it. We'll actually ask why we might even bother to be good and the challenges of living with other believers who, frankly, are sometimes such a pain and living with unbelievers, people with other religions or no religion at all. Thank you, Pastor. Well, we're off and running with what we believe and why going to take a short break and come back as Pastor George begins to unwrap where we're going to be heading in the coming days. We hope you'll stay with us. <music> 